I'm just saying, if you're going to join us, you need to sit down quietly so you don't you don't make noise on the episode. That's too much noise. He's going to go and put his That's going to get picked up. His glass trousers on. <laughs> 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 yeah, this is my new plastic coat. It's made out of bags and a, a tinfoil. Hey, Phil, why are you getting into a wetsuit? <laughs> why is your jacket made out of dream catchers? <laughs> <laughs> that, was the, that was the best one. Well done. <laughs> What are those things called? Jingly air things? Dream catchers. No, they're not dream catchers. They're fucking... Wind dream- chimes. Wind chimes. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. I love How a good wind chime. a one-man band. <laughs> <laughs> it's meandering movies. It's meandering movies. It's meandering movies. So won't you lend an ear? Welcome to the Andrew Movie Podcast, where we like to talk about films, TV, uh, video games, pop culture, celebrity news, and pretty much everything else that pops into our mind at any point. Uh, I'm your main host, Gary Copeland. Uh, I still haven't thought of a name, even though this is the third time we've tried Jimmy to Jimmy Savile's PR man. I'm Jimmy Savile's PR man, Gavin. And in front of me today, Skittles. <laughs> Skittles. Uh, I'm seated in a different position. You're um, seated? I'm seated. I'm seated, seated in a different position. And I feel and like my energy's really thrown us off. I feel like my energy's up, though. I feel good. Your energy's up, but also the energy is off because we are all over the place. Yeah, we are not good today. I mean, I f- honestly, a, this feels like every other episode we've ever recorded. Ryan had a really nice uh, turkey sandwich, so that's good. It was so good. Turkey, turkey with pigs under blankets. That's what they called it. <laughs> Sainsbury's called it that for legal reasons. <laughs> do, do you want to tell the listeners what you do uh, around this time of year? I think you think this makes me less cool than I, I think, am. Because it absolutely makes you less cool. And that's why I want you I to go around. Wait, 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 wait. I just want, just to preface this. Coming from a man Preface who had a WordPress sure. website mm-hmm. where he wrote movie articles for an audience of two? <laughs> Fuck you two. <laughs> <laughs> I was quite a successful freelance writer for a while. Well, then where the fuck are all your listeners? Why are they not here? Are your readers? Well, because they weren't on my blog. <laughs> you should have fucking I was, I mean, promoted success- us. I mean, successful in terms of the money I made. I, yeah. Uh, yeah. Every year, and then I, I go to popular supermarket chains. Yes, please tell And us. I buy their Christmas sandwiches and I rate them. <laughs> it's awesome. I, yeah, it's it's not, like, awesome. It is awesome. Okay, again, I keep say- I said it once. I'll say- if I did this, you would all make fun of me. Yeah, but that's because it's just, you know, it's how you tell them. What do you mean how you, t- you just told that in the most plain does, way it, ever? In fairness, it does sound like a BuzzFeed article. It does sound good. And you look like a BuzzFeed article right now. You do. <laughs> Can't get me with that audio podcast. Uh, this week, we are going to be talking about our best movies of the year. And um, trying to keep things in more of a positive spin, unlike everything else we do on this podcast. Um, try and keep it down to one crappy film. The worst film that we did see this year. Rather than um, just moaning about the terrible year 2019 was for film. Yes. Which was, yeah, we've, we have discussed the fact it was pretty bad. It has been a stinker. Um, I'm on a 100 year, 100 year, 100 movie <laughs> challenge this year, and I'm five off. And then the last film I'm going to see at number 100, not the last one, but my number 100 is going to be the, ne- the new Star Wars. Woo. Um, I'm excited. I know you guys aren't. But I'm I am just curious. But I, I kind of perused my list uh, this morning to, ch- to choose like what are my best films of the year, and there is so much trash, like so much utter garbage in there. Yeah, I mean, when I looked at my list of all the films I've seen this year, one thing I noticed was it's probably the least amount of films I've seen in a year in a very long time, because there was just so little at the cinema that I was like eager to go and see, and then when I did go see these films, I would come out and just be like. 
that existed. Yeah, it was like we've done a lot of uh, movie roundups this year. I've gone back and listened to a couple of them, like when we talked about like Aladdin or Yesterday or fucking High Life, all these kind of movies. Like we came out of all these movies and we're you were like, oh, I enjoyed them, and I was like, it was fine. In fairness, though, that was due to your crippling depression you had all year. Well, alcoholism <laughs> and the depression and everything else. But apart from that, you know, I had it, lots of crippling depression last year. Which meant I didn't see that many films. However, it's made my 2019 good because I've just spent it watching all the good films from 2018. Nice. <laughs> and I've pretty much watched none of the shit from 2018. <laughs> but you've also you have a bad 2020 then. Yeah. Now you're a year behind. That's the problem. No, because nah, I'm not going to watch any of the films I've missed from 2018. <laughs> well, you're going to watch some of the ones that we're going to talk about, hopefully, if you've not seen them. And we're I think gonna... yeah, I might Gavin... watch some of the ones Gary mentioned. Gavin, <laughs> I think you should start us off, pal. I think yeah, you should uh, I think get we're the just... episode going. I think, yeah, I guess I'll just give a warning to the audience, to Ryan, to Audio Boy, but primarily the one person i want to warn is ryan himself that i'm about to go full wank uh, and i don't need you to give me the wank symbol the entire time i'm talking but, he, so, but you know i he's am gonna. making absolutely no promises so please just settle i am in. so prepared for a sore arm so you're going for number one like best film of the year i'll get to numero my, i'll get to my best film oh, so three every, let's yeah let's do three three three, well, three gonna, i was just gonna get my worst out of the way and then do my do no, me. no, do your worst last. Do your worst last. I thought we were going to get negativity out of the way and then do positivity. Okay, yeah. You know what? Go for it. I'll get my worst out of the way. Do your worst first. My worst uh, film I probably saw this year, and it's just for me personally because of what it represents and what it's why it doesn't need to exist, is the movie The Lion King. I feel it like... Yeah, I, I'm gonna. I, yeah, you, like, you can't argue with it. I was so ready argue. to fight, but... But it's just like... It's just like so, see, the thing with The Lion King is like there are, there are definitely like play by play worse movies like they're either mm. movies are worse made or the acting was bad or the yep, yep, direction yep. was terrible or the message was bad like for a wee bit i did consider just, joker uh, just wait for wait for mine Ooh, we'll get to yours <laughs> yeah like at one point i was considering going for joker just because of like what that film represents and stuff mm-hmm. but i thought no nah, lion king was so pointless yeah. so empty so disappointing that I'm just like, yeah, what, what this, and it made so much money, a terrifying amount of money, that I'm just like, we as a species have failed. The the biggest knock-on effect from The Lion King, and most of these new uh, Disney live-action films, which I wasn't prepared for, <clears throat> I like listening to Disney music in the car, I like sticking on a Disney sing-along playlist, it lifts my spirits, makes me feel good. Yeah. Uh, I click classic Disney sing-along playlist on Spotify, and it's full of Moana, Frozen, and all of the live action versions of classic Disney. And I'm like, this isn't classic. This isn't a classic playlist no. anymore. What the fuck? So now I go I listen, to listen to Donald Glover and Beyonce. Yeah, I was going to say, like, can you listen to Donald tonight. Glover and Beyonce do their whatever song they Give fucking... me Elton John, give me Matthew Broderick, and give me Tim Rice. Please. And a wee bit of Jeremy Irons until he got bored and got someone else to do it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, worst film. Uh, yeah, Lion King. I just. I, I could. Like Velvet Buzzsaw or Joker, or I just saw Michael Bay's recent movie Six Underground. I could list all these films, but it's just like with Lion King and what it represents. I'm just like, it's not a good movie. It did, it actively seemed to tear down the original by just being so unimaginative. Yeah, I'm just like, what was the point in that movie? So, yeah, that was my. And I know we spoke about it before, but the fucking character designs off they've made them so photorealistic that it's just there's no. There's no character. There's no okay, emotion. Any character. There's no emotion. There's no character. I did see that thing, and it was like it's amazing how much you cannot resonate with a line when it does not have eyebrows. Right. <laughs> yeah. 
so yeah, that was the worst movie. Worst uh, film. There you go. Uh, Gavin's worst film, 2019, The Lion King. The Lion Don't King. go see it. Uh, so I guess I'll start. Uh, my three three favorite films of this year. I'm not going to put them in any order except the last one, which will be my favorite movie uh, of this year. But I'll just I'll just start saying. So you're putting them in an order. <laughs> yeah, technically I'm putting them in an order. Uh, also, I, I had six films, but they won't let me talk about all six. So I'll, I'll just. Do you want to get back into why we won't let you talk about six? Yeah, I'm just going to talk about three. We, so, we won't let him talk about six because Gavin sets the parameters for these episodes and what we talk about <laughs> and he set the parameter of three films i didn't and he changed parameter. his mind an hour ago i can't pick there's too many great movies they all it's touched only me six different movies. ways <laughs> and we refused and we've told him if he does say six we'll cut them out yeah he's been, i mean i could just he wants six but if he says six he's getting two i could so just list the six things and not say anything about them do it Right, if, I won't do, do it, it. Do it and see what your contribution to the episode is. Okay, your contribution <laughs> to the episode is. Uh, I'm just going to get Gary to get you. You've said the word sex underground. Okay. So I'm just going to get you. You're gonna, I'm going to get Gary to cut it so it just says, you just say, best film of the year, sex underground, sex underground, sex underground, and we're not going to let you do anything else. I'll just edit it. I'll fix it in the edit, mate. Okay, so uh, the first film I'm going to talk about is uh, Honey Boy. Uh, it's a very recent release. It's the movie, uh, the way you're sitting, Gary, is so fascinating to me right now. I'm listening. This okay. is how I listen. Okay, That's, I don't know if I like the way you listen. Uh, stop doing <laughs> the, the wank. Hand is up. Stop doing the wank gesture. <laughs> the first movie I'm talking about is Honey Boy. It's uh, Shia LaBeouf's uh, film. is telling the story of the relationship he had with his father when he was a kid. Uh, Shia LaBeouf plays his father. No Jupe plays young Shia LaBeouf. Oh, is that Honey Boy? And Lucas Hedges plays <sighs> older uh, Shia LaBeouf when he goes to rehab. Uh the movie is fucking brutal. Why didn't Shia LaBeouf just play Shia LaBeouf when he went to rehab? He's not that old. Because he's playing his dad. Yeah, but he could have, he could have done... Watch the movie, it works. Like, fucking Lucas Hedges does a spot-on, like, performance as Shia LaBeouf. It's insane. It's like, it's actually like you're watching Shia LaBeouf. It's weird. Well, you are. You're watching Shia LaBeouf play his dad. No, but you're watching... <laughs> no, it's the thing. That's the crazy thing about the film. You're, walking, you're watching Lucas Hedges play Shia LaBeouf, but Shia LaBeouf isn't in the film because he's playing his dad, and his dad's, like, there and body and spirit and it's fucking wild once you finished gushing about this film because okay. i want to hear you gush okay. i'm going to give one slight improvement to this movie okay but continue honey boy is brutal it's an emotionally brutal film that doesn't shia LaBeouf pulls no punches with this film he is wrote shia LaBeouf's dad called Kaluf? no he's not called Kaluf. <laughs> <laughs> i don't know why i try and bring about a culture to you two because all you do is just make jokes and laugh <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to do six films and they didn't let me. I didn't even get through one. Another just say the whole name. No, they're just laughing. Say the whole name, Gavin. Caliph <laughs> 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 I'm just gonna take a drink of water. Let's take a wee pause. That's the fucking most I've laughed. On Sorry, this I really thought about not doing it. Oh. Cool. I'm ready. <laughs> oh. So yeah, the first film was Honey Boy. The next one. <laughs> so my small, my tiny one one piece improvements. What sounds like a good film, a great film even. Um, they should have John Malkoviched it. Shia LaBeouf playing everyone. No. Yeah, hundred percent. No, because then it takes away from the emotional resonance of the film. Yeah, it would turn it into a 
comedy. It'd be brilliant. No, that's not the point of the film. No, I'm Shia LaBeouf and Eddie Murphy playing everyone. <laughs> <laughs> the whole point of the film is it's the tragedy of Shia LaBeouf's younger life no, story and his father. That. And it's beautiful what and it's I'm heartbreaking. Is, and I cried twice. You could have made also it better by turning it into a comedy it. and making Shia LaBeouf play everybody. Have you watched all these films in the last week because you were ill? No. This is the only one that made it onto the list that's recent. Cool. Okay. Number two. Number two is... So that was your third favourite. This is your second favourite. Sure. Let's do it that way. Uh, it's going <laughs> to be... Wow, if only you only had three to choose from. I know, but I've got six and I have to pick one. And I don't know which one I want to pick. you didn't do this before we started recording. No, I you tried. You just looked at your phone for a 20 minutes when I couldn't, couldn't get the recording pick stuff one. done. I couldn't, I'm sorry, I couldn't pick one. He was looking at scuds. I was looking at scuds of me. Wouldn't show me. Uh, I'm going to go for... Midsummer. Really? Mm. Yes. Mm. There we go. Midsummer. Uh, I went back and listened to the episode in which we reviewed Midsummer on the podcast. I think yep. that's the July movie. Yeah, about pre skills or May. Pre skills. Pre skills. Uh, a safer time for Gavin. Uh, for me, Midsummer is just uh, just an insanely visceral movie watching experience. Uh, yes, there's the wank symbol from uh, Ryan already. <laughs> uh, it's uh, much like Honey Boy. It's brutal, but uh, it's yeah. so worth it. Uh, it's Ari Aster's best film, in my personal opinion, whose previous film was Hereditary. Uh, it's, and I, 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 yeah, I just, yeah, Midsummer, number two. You keep leaving these few pauses as if you want us to clap when you're finished. No, I just, I just. <laughs> I just don't want to say anything and make you laugh at me again. We've not laughed at you. We laughed at Caliph LaBeouf. <laughs> <laughs> Hereditary was a great film. Uh, no, sorry, Midsummer was a great film. Um, did you see Midsummer? No. It's yeah, on my no, list. It was really, really good. It is, and Gavin's not wrong. Like it starts off, it starts off breaking you down, and then it just kind of keeps you at this fucking. I'm going to say something wanky now. It does keep you in a really weirdly vulnerable level the whole movie. You're just kind of watching it and very aware that. It's not like nothing's like what it seems it is. Okay. And then it just, yeah, it's, there's some really fucking horrible, horrible moments. I'm going to watch that with a hangover and really make it worse. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. That's the way to do it. <laughs> Skin the fool. Uh, and my number one movie of 2019. Out of six. Uh, sure. Uh, <laughs> it's, I mean, I, I want to do the worthy mentions thing uh, and say the other ones. But uh, my number one movie of 2019 is a movie called Capernaum. Yeah, and I'm going to look at both your faces. No, you've told me about this, though. Has is, is Ryan seen Capernaum? No. Oh, I thought you put your hands up as if you'd seen it. And I, got no, really excited. I know what he's doing. He's got two dicks in those hands. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> for context, uh, I keep saying for context. I'm going to stop saying that now. Uh, Audio Boy and I went and saw this back in February or January. Uh, it's a Lebanese film. Okay. <laughs> I'm only laughing. I'm only laughing because the character that me and Ryan have made you, which is this weirdly comical, like arty, wanky, like, mm-hmm. oh, and then on the episode where we we you know dig our heels in and start calling you that, and you're like, I'm not even like that. My top film of 2019 is a Lebanese film about what is it about? Uh, so Cavernam, uh, it's about a young boy uh, living in uh, Lebanon. Uh, who runs away from home uh, and kind of sets out on his own path uh, and it takes him down a really bad path. And the actor, the kid's 12 years old and this kid is phenomenal. He is one of the most moving performances 
I've ever mm-hmm. seen. There's one of my grandiose statements that Ryan loves, but I have to make that grandiose statement. It is astonishing. He, for all intents and purposes, could have just been a real human boy. Just like, just real. Just, <laughs> he was a real human boy. <laughs> he was a real human boy. I meant to say a real human boy. <laughs> I was no, so nice and I didn't even make a joke and you just No, I always fuck it up at the end. But yeah, just, uh, I remember uh, just being so gripped by the movie and by the end of the movie, I was, I think both Audio Boy and I were just crumbled, crumpled messes of human mm. beings for the kind of experience that film takes you on. It's unrelenting. It's unfair. It tells a story that a lot of kids uh, in that part of the world uh, go through. Uh, and it's just astonishing, that movie. Absolutely astonishing. Please, if you can, go see Capernaum in any sort of format that... You can you like. buy it now? Is it rentable? It's pr- yeah, it'll be rentable, yeah. Uh, probably on Prime. Just <coughs> cool. It is subtitled for people who don't want to read a book. There are other streaming services available. There are, yeah. There are. But, uh, yeah, Capernaum is my number one film. Of number one film in the year. Yeah. Give us your uh, honourable opponents or whatever you're called. Uh, the honourable... Uh, Switchblade Massacres. Worthy mentions were... Paddleton, eighth grade, and the farewell. Paddington. Paddleton. Okay, not on you. Go watch cool. Paddleton, eighth grade, and uh, the farewell as well. Don't maybe not like go get Capernaum first because apparently that's the other three weren't yeah, good enough the... to get on the list. So. Yes. Yeah, so. All those films I talked about, go watch them. If anything, those are the six. No, but best... go see the three that you mentioned because the other three aren't worth it. Because no, you, you, otherwise, you would have like talked about them in I'll depth. Beat you to death. I'm just saying, you would have talked about them in depth if you cared about those them. Those are enough. the six yeah. best films of 2019. And, and Gav probably would have brought them up and talked about them. I do like uh, the, all three of your films that you've picked as your top three. Like the you know the creme de la creme. I know what you're about to say. All about sad and heartbreaking. All about vulnerable people. Yeah, it's, it's almost. I, I'm an emotional masochist. I like a film to hurt me and. It feel I feel something. I don't get like I watched Jumanji: The Next Level. It's a very entertaining film. I had fun. I've never thought about it since. Capernaum. I saw back in January. Never stopped thinking about it because that film makes an impact. That's what I like about films. So Capernaum, Paddleton, Eighth Grade, Midsummer, The Farewell, and Honey Boy are all films you need to go and see. <laughs> Ryan, what are your what's your least least favorite film in 2019? Okay, this is where I've got some honourable. Honorable oh, I, have, I have many honorable mentions for the shittest films. Uh, I God. also, I'm not at the end yet, but I also had started watching Michael Bay's Six Underground. <laughs> and fucking hell. <laughs> the first 10 minutes of that film are like being on a plane that's going down. You feel sick, you're scared, you don't know what's going to happen, and you don't know why it's happening. That's that's a good, in fact, the whole film's a bit like that. Ryan Reynolds is Deadpool without the burns. And then sometimes as he is in every film. Yeah. Right? He's now just stuck in Deadpool. Because Forever. Detective Pikachu was Deadpool, Deadpool. as a Pikachu. Yeah. <laughs> um another film I went to see last week was uh, Last Christmas. With yeah. Amelia Clark. I went to see this because my partner wanted to see it, but don't get me wrong, I like a trashy film. We went to see it. You you love Christmas as well. I also love Christmas. And you're a good boyfriend. Yeah, I don't think that constitutes being a good boyfriend. I just wanted to go to the cinema. No, you didn't. Get it for free. That's a, that was a big clincher. So, I was. I'm ready. I'm ready for trash. Like you know, Channel Five Hangover trash. There's nothing quite like it. It was beyond that. (laughs) It was fucking garbage. Is garbage. It was awful. So bad. (laughs) So mother. Oh god. I cannot even. This is not my worst film of the year. So I can't even take the time to explain why it was bad. Don't go and see it. Don't waste your money. Unless you want to hurt yourself. 
It was probably the most most expensive self harm I've ever been through. <laughs> you are uh, for free. But my least favorite film of the year. <laughs> and yeah, I know. No, no, wow. <laughs> uh, my least favorite film of the year because of sheer and utter disappointment. He's going to say Avengers now. Endgame. <laughs> oh, interesting. Uh, if Avengers Endgame was a one-time film, it would not be on this list. But the fact that they've taken 10 years to build to what I think was the most disappointing, like, Exit kind of like strategy for the first outbreath three movies, three yeah. six, yeah, it was 23 under two, under fulfilling, unsatisfying, boring, on didn't really make sense. Mulch, it was like they just got too deep into their own wormhole of these films and made what was. 100% the worst film I've watched all year. I've never left Jesus. the cinema. Avengers Endgame was the worst film you watched all year. Yeah, because I've never left the cinema feeling so deeply hurt and disappointed <laughs> by a film. Wow. It says a lot for Marvel's uh, back, like their history though. Like you were, you were expecting such great heights, you know? Yeah. It's I like, like it's a good, I mean, it's really, it's, it's a shame for Endgame, but it's a good sign for Marvel in Ryan's world. Yeah, like kind the, of. And I really loved Infinity War, yeah. which is the worst bit. It was like the bet just before was so so good, so tasty. Mm. We discussed it in depth. Yes, in depth at in the end of our depth. Uh, in the end of our twenty, you know, three part was that a three part episode? We did like the we ranked all twenty one, twenty two of the Marvel movies, and then watched Endgame and reviewed it. Yeah, so but much of it annoyed me. I don't think either of us were quite as <laughs> quite as fucking like, harsh as you. It is. You've just you really liked it. I enjoyed it except for the middle portion, but yeah. we're both like it's a good film. Yeah. It's not. I it, when it came to writing up my lists of worst and best, it was never even a film I thought about until like two days later. I was like, oh yeah, fuck, Avengers came out this year. I see. It's I'm I am with you though. What's interesting is none of the Marvel films this year have have gotten near my top three. You know what I mean? Like, it, and you love Spider Man, and I fucking love Spider Man. Yeah, I really did, but it's not on my. Funny top you three. should say that because <laughs> Spider Man Far From Home is on my top three. Wait! Wow! But it's on my top three again. Not necessarily because it's one of the best films I've ever seen, but mm-hmm. I left Endgame thinking they kind of released the, the what was coming out, like this, the new things that they were going to make afterwards. Nothing was really gripping it for me. And I was like, oh, that's maybe the end of an era. Yeah. Maybe Marvel are going to stop making good movies. good movies. And I was like, well, we're going to go and see Far From Home. I went to see it with Gav. Hello. And it was, it was like... <laughs> I don't uh, know why I did that. <laughs> So, sorry, I went to see it with uh, Jimmy Sapple's PR man. <laughs> and it was like a defibrillator. It was it was such a good kick. It was really fun. Start the heart. It was like Tom Holland was great. Do you feel it also helped that we had like four pints beforehand? Nope. Also, gin. We had a lot of, quite a few pints and a bit of gin. Beforehand? Yeah. No. <laughs> Because if I, if it I, certainly helped if, my experience. If I didn't like it, I probably would have gone to sleep. I rewatched it recently. I fucking enjoyed it just as much as I did. The we had quite a few pains before we went to see Joker. I still thought that was horseshit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I really liked it. I thought the character of Mysterio was done really well. Probably one of the best portrayals of gay cop characters from comic to screen. Yeah, because so many characters they like, for instance, uh, can't. Uh, they're all really bad. 
The Mandarin. There you go. There's a really bad one. <laughs> they haven't really done him properly. Baron Zemo. There's yeah. another one. Baron Zemo is another one. Apparently, the, they're bringing him back with his purple mask. You, yeah, you that's, seen that? we'll he's going to be in the Winter Soldier yeah. Falcon spin-off show. Yeah, well, they with have his purple have to, sock mask. They have to get something for you to watch that. So. <laughs> but yeah. um, I did see as well, I, like a little movie detail, which I really liked, that um, when Mysterio's describing why he hates Tony Stark, the memory is him, like Tony Stark being really derivative of the... Uh, the technology mm-hmm. and he's on stage and he's like oh yeah this technology it's so crap <laughs> Quentin Beck made it <laughs> and the audience is laughing and Quentin Beck's like is in the background and he's all hurt Jake Gyllenhaal um, but if you go back and watch that scene because it's in uh, Captain C- America 2 Civil War Civil War um, you know that whole scene is Iron Man coming out and being like really upset and really heartbroken and really like really you know like this technology is going to help a lot of people yeah. so it's just a nice way of them showing Quentin Beck is completely unstable. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I just, yeah, somebody put it side by side the other day and I was like, that's fucking genius. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, really good. It's really clever. Yeah, the whole film was good. And the fact that like all the characters in his little group, like you Popping see up. them all before, yeah, yeah, yeah. like you see Jake Gyllenhaal three or four times before he's introduced as Mysterio and stuff. And yeah. Yeah, it was, I thought it was really good. A good the fun best Spider-Man film. part for me when it came to Spider-Man Far From Home was uh, the pints I had with Ryan before and after. Uh, the film was fine, I guess, but I just enjoyed going for the pints. So just... It doesn't fair. matter what you say, I'm still going to be mean to you. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I, guess, I mean, To be fair, it could have been pints with anyone. It didn't have to necessarily be you. That just makes you sound like an alcoholic. <laughs> no, which, it's the company that I keep. I keep is. good company. Uh, film number two. Film number two was... I feel like no one, no one could see my list coming film number two was how to train your dragon three. Oh fuck off are you kidding yeah no i'm nope nope, nope, nope why nope, not nope. i watched i i this may be just partly me i have never resonated with the how to train your dragon series i watched oh, okay. the first one watched the first one and i was like that's fine and then two and three i'm just like i just don't give a fuck about that little black goblin thing <laughs> i just don't care i thought I that really was going don't. a different direction there for a sec <laughs> i got i got a bit worried yeah that's because you're a racist yeah it's because you're a racist don't do that as I push the mic away to wipe my nose. <laughs> push on. push so, the like, mic away to redraw your. Like, I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. Uh, I'm not gonna shit on. on you know. Go no, on. I just. But I really did resonate with yeah. the House Junior Dragon films. Hold on, you won't shit in his films, but you'll have to just laugh and shit on mine as they're being talked about. I'll do it afterwards. I don't want to do it before. It's like, the, way, it's the way you tell them, Gav. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think I think they've all had really good villains. I liked all the villains in them. Yeah. I do care about that little black goblin thing, <laughs> as you called him. <laughs> I think it was a really nice story. It was a really nice roundup. It's nice to see Gerard Butler in a film where it's good. He's not in the third one. I wouldn't know. I've only seen the first one. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I can't offer anything to this conversation. I've he never uh, seen, he I've dies seen. in the second one. And uh, then, I think well, he's in the third one. Is a no, flashback. I don't need to watch maybe? the second yeah, one. So thanks, flashbacks and some. Thanks for spoiling it. I mean, I'm sorry. I just don't care. It's in my list of. It's in my bucket of. If this gets spoiled for anyone, I'm not upset. <laughs> like, oh cheers. I know. Yeah. Sorry. It's all right. I don't mind. It's okay. I know, but I know loads of people who love. Them. I really, like, I thought it was them. a nice conclusion to the the series, despite the fact they've re released a short Christmas film since. <laughs> but yeah, like and you was, know how to train your dragon four will be coming in twenty twenty one. If how that's the thing though, if how to train your dragon four is released, We're then how to train your dragon this, three will be completely shot down. We'll yeah. re-record this episode, and you'll just. Yeah, I'll decimate it. You'll just like yeah. take back everything you say about how to train Absolutely dragon Absolutely decimate. I'll be like that little fucking goblin bastard. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like as a conclusion to a really nice DreamWorks series, I really enjoyed it. Cool. 
And your favourite film of 2019, Ryan, is... My favourite film of 2019 was The Last Black Man in San Francisco. I knew that one was coming. I knew that was coming. Yeah, you did, because I said it last week. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Uh, Yeah, I loved it so much. I thought it was shot beautifully. The story was really nice. Interesting that two of your favourite films this year you went to see with me. Is that interesting? That has no correlation. Oh, I just thought I'd make a correlation, but apparently I'm not going to. That's not interesting. It is. No, it's not. Okay, I'll stop talking. You go. This is your I time. I love that I went with there's no correlation with that. And Ryan just went, that's not interesting. Shut the <laughs> fuck up. It's not. It's your time to shine. I'll stop talking. I'm not sh- I'm not even shining. I'm just repeating what I said last week. I just really loved the film. Everything about it was great. I really yeah. loved the story. It was really humbling, really eye-opening. But in a nice way. Not in a fucking, I need it to hurt me for days way. But it just doesn't look as... Gaff when you the do one the hand wipe things, things it, just, yeah. it just doesn't, it doesn't have the same power. You do a weird thing with your mouth when you do it as well. It's kind of weirding me out. What are you doing? <laughs> Why is it so jerky? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, I've never got a blowjob before. I've only received them. Out of the two of us, Gav has clearly never wanked anyone off. Yeah. Oh, God. I'm, I'm fine with that. 20 quid's 20 quid, mate. Not even wanked it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding on. My hand jobs are worth way more than 20 quid. <laughs> um, yeah, so yeah. I've got some honourable... Uh, mentions go for it you've talked about so many fucking films and i couldn't even mention three extra ones without getting shat on <laughs> yep we also we said that you could mention your other three films but you just said the names of them because i thought you know i thought we were going to overrun time i also really enjoyed the king the king is good and i really enjoyed uh, klaus as well which i watched last oh. week I had lots of crying. Klaus is great. I think well, every time we do these things, I only ever think about the films that I watch at the cinema, and I always forget about films that have been released on Netflix. That's, that's why I record every single film you watch this year instead yeah. of just the ones at the cinema. I might need to do that next, next one, next one for sure. Yeah, but yeah, good list. Thanks. I was enjoyed it, that. What's my list? Your list, your list it's, it's, I'm gonna, gonna oh. make a point of watching these films that I haven't seen because mm. you know if they're on the list of if they're on the list of top films, it's it's worth my time. Mm. I don't believe you. I mean, I'm going to struggle through Capernaum because it's... Uh, Capernaum. Capernaum. Why do you uh, keep saying Cat Burnham? <laughs> <laughs> I just love her. I love her. Yeah, cool. My list? Let's do it. Um, so mine was... I don't know. I, was, I kind of struggled. Like, I, I, I've gone through my list of films I've seen at the cinema and I was like, wait, what did I really enjoy? What did I really hate? I got two. I got two absolute worst films. I'm going to do... I'm All right, do... hold on again. This is you broke the format. You did this. Yes, but you then did this I... to us. Okay, so I broke the format for you, and you used both had a wee pissy fit. So then I then returned to the format we said and did the format, and I used her just not doing the format. Yes, yeah, so the way you tell them, Gav. I'm doing the format. <laughs> I'm doing the format. Listen to what I was about to say, you prick. Um, I have two worst films, and I'll tell you the one that I originally thought was going to be the fucking bottom of my list, which is the shittest film I've seen all year. Which was the Good Liar, and I think I've spoke about it briefly. Oh, you meant you went to town on it last week. I did. Don't go see it. However, that has been replaced by an even worse film. Oh, I know what it is. Lucy in the Sky, which was the most nothing. I don't understand. It it markets itself as she goes to space and she comes back and she doesn't understand a world anymore. But she fucking does. She just doesn't love her husband because he's Dan Stephen playing the shit-eatingest grin dickhead husband. He seems boring. I'd cheat on him. He's the fucking worst husband. And then she goes and cheats on him with John Hamm because why the fuck wouldn't you? <laughs> and that's the whole movie. Except then she... Like, I thought it was going to be hallucinations and shit like that. Nah, she has a niece there and the niece starts following around and then she ends up just being a beekeeper at the end of the film. I thought you were going to say a Nissan and I thought, how's a Nissan going to come into this? Why is it called Lucy in the Sky? At one point, they play Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds. The, that's the only, that's the only like reason I could 
she's like surely that's that, that's an LSD reference as well, right? So Reese that, Witherspoon produced that and John Cameron, James Cameron, not John Cameron. Oh. Said John. Hey, I think I've got very confused. There. John Cam- in my head, I had John Carpenter and James Cameron as one human being. You're <laughs> like shit. They're like, fucking hybrid. Fuck. They're hybrid. Produced that with Reese Witherspoon. <laughs> but yeah, Reese Witherspoon produced it. it. Man, it was it was just a fucking travesty, start to finish. I felt I started falling asleep about forty minutes in, and usually I'm like, oh fuck, right. I'll like sit up straight, and I'll uh. I'll try and, you know, I'll get out of my sleepy. I need to watch this film and give it its dues. And I fucking couldn't. I was just then like dozing the entire movie. It was so fucking dull. That's the first time this year that I've considered genuinely just leaving the cinema. I, 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 you should go and see Last Christmas. I'm going, I'm going tomorrow. Are you? <laughs> no, sorry, man. <laughs> the thing I'm uh, quite worried about is the director of uh, Lost in the Sky. I liked his previous work with Fargo, the Fargo TV show, and mm. then uh, TV show, Legion. Uh, I liked some of that. But he's now tapped to do the next Star Trek movie. It's fucked then. Uh, I'm sorry, Gavin. I'm sorry, Gavin. I'm sorry. It's fucked. Oh, no. There it is. What? The old ST mentioned. The old <laughs> obligatory <laughs> once per episode. So squeeze Star Trek in. Please, Noah Hawley, uh, don't fuck up Star Trek. Don't do it. Any more than it's it's already as yeah, because Star Trek Discovery is a fucking pile of trash. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so my best films of the year. I, I'm going to try and avoid films that other people have said as well. So my list's changed a little touch, kind of just there, really. Which, which of the two of us had films that you'd... Or, you touched on one which I am going to say. Was, uh, was it Midsummer? Uh, Midsummer as well was the yeah. other one. I like. I had a bunch of things at the top and I was going to kind of just throw them in the air and see what I said when I got to this point because I like to live on the edge. Like when you know what you want at a restaurant out of three things but you decide when the waiter arrives. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's how I live by my life. Um... But yeah, so my top three films. Um, so the I think my second, my bottom, third favorite is Ready or Not. You see that? Did you see it in the end, Gav? Nope. It's a it was a it was a horror film where a woman joins a family. She gets married to them, um, and then they she finds out that they have to play a game on the night of the wedding, and she pulls a card which says hide and seek, and she has to go and hide in the house, and they try and murder her throughout the evening, and it is. Um, it's just this generation's cabin in the woods. So it's a you know, horror comedy. It's fucking genuinely very funny. It's a roller coaster ride the entire movie. It's just brilliant. Like I sat through it and I, I was just so switched on. And I know it's not usual kind of like, you know, thought provoking or like, oh, it really touched me in a way that I but it was just as far as films go where you just enjoy it every single second of it, you know? I was yeah, I was gobsmacked with it. It's funny. It's kind of got a good few jump frights. It's yeah, it's just good. Go watch it. Go watch Ready or Not. Done. It's cracking. I feel like Ready or Not is one that's going to show up on Netflix soon, and I'll just be like, boop, play. I, like I do really hope you enjoy it as well because I like, yeah, I really hope it's like one of these films that I've gotten a good read on it, and I'm like, because I'm, I'm telling everyone, I'm like, go watch Ready or Not if you've not seen it, and I just don't want you to come back and be like, oh, I watch Ready or Not. Gary. It really does not uh, resonate with anyone you suggested yeah. it to. I was like, Here's Gary, I'm ten no, point list just of why it was terrible. The weird like racism scene that seemed to be in support of racism, <laughs> I didn't really get. So I'm like, hmm. And then the baby eating scene, I was like, oh. what's this all about? Well, like, I think that's what's, I think that is what's good about it as well. It does the kind of usual, it does the cabin in the woods thing where it's following a trope and you, before it kind of starts throwing shit in the air and, and everything goes mad, which is when they start trying to kill her. And it's all in the trailers and everything was there. But considering how much I saw the trailers and like going the lead up to that film, I was still so happily surprised time and time and time again throughout the course of the movie. So yeah, go watch oh, wait, it. It's set in like, when's it set? 
Set now, like modern day. Because she's got like mobile phones and she's wearing Converse. She looks super... Uh, what? She's got a lacy dress on. I thought it was maybe set in the... No, it's like a yeah, she's, it's a wedding dress. It's like her. Oh wait, I've seen the whole thing now. She's got Converse on. Okay, sorry, as we were. <laughs> <laughs> um, second film, which you briefly touched on, is The Farewell. Um, I'm so surprised you've decided to talk about this. I fucking but, loved it. But I'm glad you're talking about it because it's also on my list, so it means I get to talk about it. Yeah, no, The Farewell. It was... Um, Oh, man, it was just fucking heartwarming. Another film you went to see with me at the cinema. I, it seems like I a knew lot you were going like to bring that up. I knew you were going to bring it up the moment you said it to him. People go to the cinema with me and watch films and they, they see magic, apparently. So um, I'm just We were like, meant to be going to see Downton Abbey and you tricked me. I, we were not supposed to. We were meant to see Downton Abbey and you tricked me. Aren't that sounds like a trick that you can play on me absolutely anytime you want. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't you glad I tricked you? Oh, man, absolutely. But yeah, no, it's, it was phenomenal. Like, I, I fucking adored it. Um, it starts off and I didn't really know what was going on because I thought we were watching Downton Abbey. So when the Asian music kicked in and it was in subtitles, I was very confused. <laughs> but um, yeah, very quickly, it kind of just turned into this really heartwarming, really touching, really just lovely film about family family and, and death and if you've kind of lost a loved one in any time recently or i think at any point in your good life good luck getting through that film get, fuck me <laughs> like i think i think we talked about it on mic where i think we talked about we it a wee bit yeah yeah but just as a very quick one i just sat in the cinema started weeping next to me <laughs> there's gav the credits start rolling and i'm still just like sobbing and gav goes i'm just gonna wait outside pal and gives me one little tap on the back and fucks off. <laughs> I was like, I will give you some time because I'm not good with emotion. So when Gav finds his friends in a really vulnerable state, how you'd like to see them in a film, to be honest, crying in the dark, he leaves them there. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. I gave you some time. I, I don't know. I don't know what you wanted. I was just like, I'm going to go outside, and you just you take your and you're like, thanks, pal. I was like, oh. I was I was gone. I, also I was really, so far gone. I also really needed to pee. So it's just like, it was like <laughs> and then for my third one, um, I was going to say Spider Man Into the Spider Verse, but that came out last year, didn't it? it? Yeah, that came yeah. out last year. So that fucked me on. You that also one. said that last year during our favorite and least favorite. Yes, you did. Oh fuck! Well, there you go. But I seen it again this year. <laughs> I seen <laughs> that it, was I seen it at the beginning of the year. I kept going. Oh, bad times there. No, it came out last year. I just watched it this year. <laughs> Um, so my 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 top one, as I said, you kind of said Midsummer. You said Spider Man. My other top one, uh, my one of the best films I saw all year if not the best film I saw all year, was a, a remaster of Ghostbusters that nope. I saw three, nope. three weeks ago. Mm -mm. Four weeks ago? Nope. Yeah. Because I was, I wanted to do the 4K restoration of Apocalypse Now and the Alien, and I thought, no. Alien a, was ghost, man. I went for Ghostbusters. That's a cheap one, and I'm not going to do it. So man, fuck everything you. else was terrible. I didn't see anything else that I thought was worth even bothering to mention. Like, I'm surprised you didn't mention Apocalypse Now because you talk about it all the time. Because like, it's, right, it's uh, one of the best films ever made. Yeah, well, why didn't you mention it? Because it, it didn't come out this year. Yeah, well, it was remastered. It doesn't count. I think, yeah, well, you, as we've discussed... You set the parameters for these episodes. You could have. I didn't want to be cheap. I wanted to talk about films that came out this year that deserved. Oh, some... I know what I fucking saw this year. I didn't realize it was this year. Booksmart. There you go. Oh god. There you go. Top of the. There you go. Booksmart. Booksmart. Did you text him about that? No, no, no. I've just gone through my listing and I've seen it, and I was like, I, thought, I, I genuinely thought that was last year. Booksmart is now uh, up there. That actually reminds me. I forgot. I had the Lion King as the worst. I've got another one. It's it's Booksmart. That's oh, the fuck other one. Off, Gavin. <laughs> Booksmart was a fucking great movie. That was genuinely funny. Um. It's it's super bad. It's it's the modern day super bad, which isn't a bad thing, and it just does it. It's a bad it, thing. It does it brilliantly. How is it a bad thing? Just because it's not a film that you like. Yeah. Prick. <laughs> Booksmart is a is a touching coming of age story for <coughs> for like today's day and age, and it's it's empowering for women, which is important as well, especially. 
because there's just so many films nowadays. Like, if you do go back and watch Superbad, it's fine, but it's so fucking like masculine and <laughs> it's just so like dick lads, jokes lads, and lads. far jokes and lads 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 and book smart's pulling the same trick with you know a female-led cast um and it just somehow is still so much more highbrow than super bad but it follows the same fucking stupid beats why are you rolling your eyes you fuck no i'm just looking around the room deciding if i want to engage in uh, a discussion that will turn into an argument of course he's it go on i just it's so not what you're saying it is it is it's not why it is and i've said this before in a podcast i'm pretty Say sure it again right fucking now Booksmart is a further example of this mind warped hollywood idea of high school life but instead of it being about a geeky kid who a geeky boy who's like down and treaty bad and all these other cool kids around them but now it's about uh two geeky girls and they go on these wild rides and they go to parties and all the parties are fucking wild and there's drugs and there's all it's like most girls in uh, films end up being portrayed as the geeky one that's a genuine misconception it's never usually a boy okay that's fantastic and, and and on top of that the film very very clearly at the beginning says look at our two geeky stereotypical girls that have spent the whole year studying and then shows you a bunch of other kids that like yeah we you know spent the whole year getting drunk and fucking each other and we're all all getting through college so you clearly didn't go to very good parties when you're in high school I do think that's the problem. That seems to be the issue you have because I went to some fucking rages when no, I was in high school. It's not. It's not I went the, to some of the best parties I've ever been to in high school. It's not the parties. It's the characterization of the people in the movies. America. But then Booksmart, on top of that, has a scene where they walk into the party, the party that you seem to hate so much. And I don't like, hate the party. I have no problem with the party. No, right. you, you were talking like, oh, yeah, but the film's unrealistic. She walks into the party, sees the boy that she fancies, and then the boy does a fucking salsa dance towards her, and and she goes into a fucking like. It's clearly not taking itself seriously no but people are taking it seriously the no people, one takes that scene seriously the people watching the film take it seriously that this is the greatest coming of age movie for any young girl and i'm like what and what i just described it as the is... next super bad i don't know that's a big comment like i'm pretty sure ladybird might have been the greatest coming of age no but movie in the last few years for a young girl and i agree I, it is i don't think book smart is anyone thinks that that's exactly what people think book smart think, is I because do, there's literal because... headlines of people saying that i think it's because book smart has come out and it's 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 the super bad for this generation it's for women and it does do a good job of kind of showing like you don't have to be a fucking like you can go out there and be uh, your own woman you don't have to fucking as none of us are women we can't talk about it we don't have the right but we can speculate that's true that's true it's very very and gary and i will speculate correctly and gav will speculate wrong of course gavin is a sexist i'm not (laughs) and a racist do you like super bad no you don't like that either. No. Why do you hate Superbad? Can't imagine the parties. Because <laughs> it's just dumb stoner comedy. So you don't like the dumb stoner comedy of Superbad? That's all you. That's the only bad thing you have to say about that film. I mean, the characters are really unpleasant. They're over. They, what's the word? They are. What's the word? Overly cartoonish? No. Yes, we'll go for overly cartoonish. Sure, that works. They're overly cartoonish. Was and that actually the word you're after, or was it just getting embarrassed on how long it was taking you to? I was getting embarrassed how long it was taking you to think of the word. I couldn't think of the word. So that's why you don't like Superbad? I mean, I haven't watched Superbad in a really long time. Tell us why you don't like Booksmart again. Booksmart is just this 
bizarre Hollywood dream of what high school life is like for kids and I'm just bored of these movies that just continue to come out like fucking Edge of 17 and all that kind of bullshit which is like hey life is hard for kids and oh wait but they're, they've got a lot of money and actual no problems whatsoever and everything's fine by the end because when end, did that happen in Booksmart? That, what do you mean when that happened in Booksmart? In Booksmart it makes a very clear point of neither of them are like rich families they have to borrow their dad's car to go out they're well they're, the fucking size of their house is they're fucking oh, fine yeah. that's, Sorry, they're middle fine. Class, that's middle class white America Materials oh, in America are, are really cheap, so it's really yeah, it's a lot cheaper to buy your houses, so your houses can be bigger depending on your family's income. So they might appear like they've got lots like of if money. If it's, it's, if it's set in the suburbs, materials. which it is, houses are bigger in general. That's that's true for anything. Cheaper, mate. Look at Breaking Bad. The whole fucking point of Breaking Bad at the beginning is that you, like they, they don't have enough money to live and survive and get by. They're really struggling, except they live in a fucking gigantic house. They don't live in a gigantic house. They house live in the same size house that they live in Booksmart. You could fit that house into this flat. What, in Breaking Bad? Yeah. Their house what is, the fuck are you talking their house, about? I wouldn't say their house was gigantic. Not gigantic, but, but it's, it's got a, big a pool. House. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's got a pool. What, That's just American I life. imagine most people do have pools in Albuquerque, but it doesn't mean their pools are free. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I do think you've got like this warp thing about American life. Like, you I've, don't got seem to this, like the... I've got this, I am sick of teen high school drama movies. Do you know who's not? The yeah. high consumer films, they're going to keep making them, so dry your fucking eyes. I'm not, I'm not crying about it. All I'm films just, can't hurt us. I'm just sick. Some films have to be I'm fun. I'm just sick of they a movie like that coming out and people crying it to be the greatest thing to happen. Green Book was as bad as you said it was. Oh, no, I disagree with that. Green Book was terrible. Green Book was <laughs> fucking travesty. I just tried to slip that in and see if I could get it. <laughs> but I suppose, like, to, to, to count on point what you were saying, Gav, I th- I do, what I find interesting in these conversations is you're like, I'm just fucking sick of the coming-of-age teenage dramas. It's like, cool. I'm fucking sick of all the sad, mopey films that try and make me feel things. Like, just give me Ready or Not. Your your list was just three films that are like Sex. artsy, wanky, fucking touchy feely. Also, uh, gonna, the these are gonna make me cry, and it's fine that you like them. But there's a fucking shit ton of them. Wasn't but the I don't film you mentioned in... earlier but a he... Lebanon coming of age film? It's not a Lebanon coming of age film. I'm I'm kidding. Uh, but, <laughs> but the difference with those I'm those sex like emotional wanky whatever you want to call them pretentious yep. films is they all span a broad range of people stories places in the world all this mm-hmm. sort of stuff your high school teen drama kind of focuses on one very specific thing all the time and the narrative is very much the same all the time and i just don't care anymore it's the same with when fucking spider-man uh, homecoming came out it's like this is the greatest fucking superhero film ever made and i went no it isn't because it's a high school teen drama boring shit movie we're just like oh i hope she likes me and takes me to the dance like, i don't give a but fuck about the to, dance but that's, that's legit like that's the stuff you used to think about when you're in high school i guess you, what remember, i don't want to think about high school remember, right, right, that's what it comes yeah, down exactly. to that's what it comes down to is gav a shitty time in high school <laughs> <laughs> and now he hates all these films like, I what? remember in high school when a song came out about like loving a girl and you used to sing it as if it was your fucking yeah. mantra you never even kissed anyone in your life like that's, it was, you were I stupid sing, in high school I broke up with my first girlfriend Laura Burns and then I burned, Laura. burned Hoover Stank the Reason to a CD and gave it to her and I was like this is about me I feel so bad for us and I uh, cried giving it to her because it was, it was fucking speaking for myself it's all bollocks Gav but for fuck's sake don't be so bent about it now you're a grown man you can appreciate these films exist no <laughs> They could exist. You don't have to hate them with such a fucking I don't, vehement. I don't hate them. I'm just. You fucking clearly. I don't hate, hate them. Man, I'm just bored of you're them. You're talking like you hate it. I'm <laughs> so bored oh, of dude, them. You're, you're, I've never seen Gavin so animated. <laughs> He's rosy. That's not. It true. is mad. You do get seriously pissed off about this. Like, yeah, you do. Because people talk about it like it's this great fucking masterpiece people of like film. It. I love the first two American Pie films. 
I don't. I'm just fishing again. Yeah, but like, it's just like, Stop fishing. What's, You're a bad at fishing. People just like it. People like these films. And good, I get you don't them. like them. I get you don't like them. But yeah. But what what you need to do is just change the way you talk about it from like... Just accept it. You're going to change it from, from, from... I fucking hate these films because they're all shit and terrible too. I can appreciate that these films aren't for me, but other people can enjoy them. And now we're going to cut back to the start of the podcast where we said... And today's episode, we're going to be more positive because we're always really <laughs> negative about films. What was films. the point in this conversation? Yeah. It went at the end because uh, I said I like Booksmart, and oh, you okay. said you didn't like and it. Then but instead like... of just saying, like, remember earlier when I said How to Train Your Dragon, and Gav was like, oh, I didn't really resonate with those films, and then Gary just explained hey, it. Do you remember that? You remember yeah. that whole going like, yeah. I don't like those films. Gary but... said Booksmart, and he's like, You're a fucking con. <laughs> <laughs> All these films are shit. You do go in hard. Yeah. I'm sorry. I just do you know it... in the IT I crowd just wanted when, to like, talk about my films, and no one liked me. When Jen's on her period and they really like, <laughs> like they portray it really, 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 really sexistly, to be really honest. Badly. But that is you. Well, this has been a fun. Thanks episode. for listening. I really, enjoy, I really not enjoyed this episode at all. So this has been so much fun, everyone. Let's, anyway, you can follow us on social media. <laughs> <laughs> now nah, let's do the wrap. Um, so guys, thank you so much for listening to our best and worst of 2019. Um, hopefully you can go watch all nine of those films or twelve if you take Gavin's three extras <laughs> you all had extras we all had extras like 25 if you take all the films if you mentioned. take all the films that we said we really enjoyed you've probably got a solid 20 uh, movies to treat yourself watch. as well if you're feeling a little masochistic and just go watch all the films we said were shit as well yeah go maybe you'll it. disagree you might disagree and you Apart know what? last christmas which is bad we've got a couple of things we want to say this is our 52nd episode whoop, um, whoop. so we have now got one full year of content you could listen to one a week for a year and then you'd be a year behind. So you should try and listen to two a week and you'll catch up to us and you can listen to us live. But it's been a cracking year. We've uh, we started small and we haven't really gone much And we're still small. I mean, we started like you and I with just a single mic sitting in between us. The audio quality wasn't great. And then one day, audio boy now. was just sitting there. He's just like, I could just do all this. For I could do it much better. <laughs> and he joined us, and it was the three of us for a very long time, just trying to Skittles. figure this whole out. And then Skittles joined. Taste the rainbow. We do and love probably by this time next year, I won't be on the podcast anymore, <laughs> and it'll just be Gary Audio Boy. This is the political coup you've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> but guys, thank you so much for uh, being with us on this journey. Hopefully, next year is going to be. Uh, even better um that does bring us to the one thing we are looking for um we're going to be talking about the best films of the decade um in the couple it's i think coming. i think we're going to be doing a, an episode each. are we doing an episode each yes. for it yeah. so the best films of the decade uh, we're going to do one episode each. so you're gonna have three chances email us in your best films or facebook messenger or text or instagram however you want to do it Gab's but still looking us. for the fax machine. We'll get it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, please send us your best movies. Uh, we'd love to talk about them. We'd love to see what you guys think would be the best films, the ones that are going to uh, stand the test of time for the next 10 years, 20, 30, 100 years to come. Um, what made the year 2010 to 2020 pop in the world of Hollywood and cinema? Um, and yeah, we'll get chatting about that in the new year. I promise not to shit on your decisions too much. You don't make that promise. <laughs> okay, that I make no promises of that kind. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is it from us. As always, you can get in touch with us to send us your best films. We wanted to say this now, nice and early. Uh, we'll be talking about this over the next couple of weeks because we want to make sure you get them in. Uh, but you can send it to us on the Gmail, uh, yes. the Meandering Movie Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can also send it to us on Facebook and Instagram. Just search for us at the Meandering Movie Podcast. Twitter is at Meandering Pod. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much us. Anything you guys want to plug? Uh, Except my butt. If you are on iTunes or Spotify, 
everything you need is in the description down below. And, and yeah, get those get those movies in, and I'll just start collecting like a wee list of them, and then we'll we'll talk about your movies on like leave your name and stuff, and like maybe why you like the movie. Just give us something. Yeah, and give us we'll, give us a little description of what it. you liked about the film or what you didn't like about the film. Because yeah. you know what, you know how negative we are. If you've got a film that you fucking think is the Actually, do that. Like what we've just done. Send us your three best films of the last 10 years and one film that you think should be scrapped from history. history. <laughs> <In> room 101. <laughs> yeah, and we'll, uh, we'll, we'll discuss them. It was, I was going to say as well, it was quite hard thinking of like one film that I hated most because the ones yeah. that I thought like I hated, I've just forgotten. Like I've tried to Same. forget. So that's why, that's why you know the films that we've all said are the worst are the worst because they've stuck in there for being so heads. fucking shit. So again, when's this coming out? This comes out pretty close to Christmas. Coming right? out pretty close to Christmas, yeah. So Merry after, Christmas after as well. Christmas I think it's the day after Christmas is coming. Day out. After? Christmas is a Monday, and we release episodes on Christmas Thursday. Christmas is a Wednesday, is it? Because so Christmas is always the same day that my birthday is. Yes, yeah, it's this is Boxing coming day. out Boxing Day. Yeah. Okay, I was going to plug something, but it doesn't matter. Oh, okay. Um, cool. So, guys, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for being with us for the last year, and we will see you in 2020. Peace out, shaggers. Hi guys, um, we just wanted to say that is the end of season one of the Meandering Movie Podcast. Whoop, whoop. We managed to do 52 whole episodes. We have come on a journey, as Gavin said. And, Disclaimer, uh, I really don't deserve any credit. I've not done 52 episodes. You did five? <laughs> yeah, I've done I think, like two I think months worth. Out of all of us, uh, I'm the only one who hasn't missed an episode. So says a lot about what's going on in your life <laughs> <laughs> i have nothing else but this podcast so uh, I've done well, i guess s- audio boy hasn't missed one either i've done seven episodes in total. Guess, no audio boy wasn't in the first couple of episodes i've done five as a as a compadre and okay we're not fucking a... measuring dicks here boys <laughs> that's <laughs> the end of season one. One. <laughs> <laughs> well that's not true chopper <laughs> that's the uh, <laughs> that's the end of season one of the meandering movie podcast if you don't see an episode come up from us in the next couple of weeks don't worry we will be back we're just gonna be taking a break trying to get our ducks in a row all of our eggs in one basket kind of thing no putting all of our eggs in separate baskets gavin's going to rehab gavin's <laughs> gonna, gonna, rehab. To... <laughs> gonna dry him out imagine that's why we were pausing because i was going to <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Gavin. Imagine. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> uh, if you don't see an episode, we will be back. Don't worry. Uh, we're just going to get some things organized. Maybe even a new theme tune if Audio Boy fancies doing something. Nope. Aww. I ain't got time. Give us a season two theme tune. Audio Boy is eating. Do you write right my right interim report for my thesis? Yeah, yes. Okay. We'll do that if you write a fucking. I'll awesome 100% do that. I have no problem doing that. Okay. I already know how the season two theme tune theme tune is going to go, which is going to be the exact same thing, but him saying season two over it. <laughs> <And> that's <laughs> it. It's me and Rune movie season two. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Done. Uh, thank you so much for listening. We will be back, and yes. uh, we'll, we'll 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 speak to you soon. We we love you. We appreciate you, and we're gonna we're gonna make this so much better. Thank you guys. Thank for you. My butt. Bye. Music is life. It's meandering movies. It's meandering movies. It's meandering movies. So won't you?